for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we're back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. This is our first PhD. Or are you? You're technically a doctor, or is it PhD? Um, they're the same. Same thing. I'm just not a medical doctor. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So this is the first time we've had a doctor on the episode. Um, we have Kelvin Frazier. How's it going today, Kelvin? All right. How about yourself, Tom? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Just enjoying. I actually had the day off of work today, and it was rather refreshing. Like, oh, nice. Other than the fact that my phone was just kept going off, and I had the like, oh, I can actually ignore all this. I don't have to worry about it. That's <laughs> so. Oh goodness. I got chewed out for responding to one message, and it's like, hey, don't you know what a day off means? And it's like, really. It, so they they actually was mad at you for responding on your yeah, day off? <laughs> yeah. I was just sitting there. I was like, okay, I guess I won't respond. I was just trying to help you all out, you know? So but oh, it, is, it is what it is. But yeah. um, first off, I want to thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Oh, no, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you're from Savannah, but you're currently based in LA. Correct. What brought you out to LA? Uh, well, since I was a kid, like, I always wanted to experience the lifestyle, like, living out in L.A. And then um, when I graduated from um, MIT with my Ph.D., I was like, okay, now I did, like, the top-tier, like, science stuff. I'm like, okay, I've been um, doing music, you know, here and there a little bit, but I said, it's, it's time now I got my degree, I got my job security. It's kind of um, bumping up a notch with music, and I figured, like, since I always wanted to live out in LA and that's the place to do music, I was like, well, let's, let's just move out there. I, I didn't have any family members or really knew anybody out there, but um, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid of, of taking risks. So I just yeah. went ahead and move on out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you, you graduated from M or MIT with a PhD, but what got you interested into music or what got you started in music? Uh, so, um, music has been always my first love and what got me into music was, um, pretty much my family. So I come from a very musical family, um, uh, where my grandmother, she was, um, my, a combination of my grandmother and my brother were my first, um, mentors, um, because my grandmother, she was the choir director at our church and my brother was the, um, assistant choir director. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the youngest. Mm -hmm. So um, um, they kind of mentored me throughout the process of like how to develop music, how to sing and stuff like that. And from there, once I went to college, I was no longer, you know, the grandson or the little brother. It was just me by myself. And that's when I started making a name for myself as um, Kelvin Frazier. Nice. And um, what what kind of music do you, because like, I, I listened to the three singles that are three 
the two videos that were on your YouTube page and then the most recent uh, single that you released, and they all sound really different from to me at least. So mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of pocket do you like to sit in as far as like musical genres? Uh, the pocket that I usually sit in is more on um, soul okay. um, type of music. Um, and, and sometimes uh, for my current music, like I've been putting a little bit more current day um, pop type of influence into my songs. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you, you start to hear a sense of, you know, a little bit of a different direction. But yeah. still, at the end of the day, like you're here, like even at the end of Roller Coaster, there's like some trap music a little bit. So it's like, oops. There's a little bit of soulness in everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so who are you listening to right now that is kind of you're kind of drawing influences from? Um, so I listen to a lot of um Stevie Wonder. Um, I listen to John Legend and also um I would have to say uh, Luke James, like with his false seven, like how he uses it. Um, I, I, I like to, to listen to that approach. And, and usually I, I bring some of their songs on my set too. Okay. Awesome. Um, so your first single was Marked and Scarred, correct? That Was, correct. was that your first official single? And it actually my- charted on Billboard? Correct. Um, it reached the top 25 position of the best R&B, um, best adult R&B songs. Awesome. Oh, so how did that was the like, that's your first commercial release or first release period end of story? First release period in the story. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, 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 what was kind of the process going into writing that song, recording? Did you always know? Was it? Was that the first song you ever written or was it just like, okay, there's something speaking about this song. I want to record it. Like, you know, why'd you choose that song to be your first out of the gate? Stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I wrote the song. Uh, actually, it started out as a poem a long time ago, back in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, it was based off of actually the death of my grandmother. Huh. And um, that was my way of coping with, um, her death because she died like the semester before I graduated from college and I already knew I was going to be I was accepted into a PhD program like she ain't going to never see me become a doctor and stuff like that and so um, that was just my coping me- mechanism and then when I got out to LA um, someone pitched um, uh, instrumental track to me and then when I he- heard it, it like I could hear some of the sadness in the, the song and so it just all of a sudden I just remember like oh I have that poem that I wrote years and years ago let me go back to it and kind of develop it into an actual song um and then from there went into the studio one session and it was it was a wrap it kind of it kind of blend it felt like it was like a meant to be type of thing yeah yeah. absolutely and so then how does like the uh, chemistry and science aspect of your life, how does that kind of all work in? Or is that something you've always enjoyed as well? Um, so that got worked in in um, high school, my senior oh. year, um, because um, I got interested because my, my teacher was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I already told her that she inspired me to go into chemistry because literally uh, one of our experiments that we did in class was we put alcohol on across all the tables in the class and like pretty much lit the whole classroom on fire and i was like wow um i don't think we're supposed to be doing these type of things 
but it was like amazing to me and so she, like she used to do like little experiments that's like that to um catch catch your attention and make you um interested in science and learning the reason why things are happening why it's technically safe yeah um um and uh it got that got me interested but in order for me to go into it career-wise um school i was I was pretty good. I, I graduated the top 10 of my, my class. Oh, wow. And so when I told people like, oh, um, it's time for college, like, oh, where are you going to study in college? I'm like, oh, I'm going to study music. And they was like, Kelvin, you're too smart to study music. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so I, I took a step back. I, um, I listened to all the different opinions of people. And I was like, well, I got to also do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And so what I ended up doing initially was I was du- I, um, I did a compromise of double majoring mm-hmm. uh, with mu- with music and chemistry. Yeah, that's when I first got into college. Um, and then I soon find out they're like, yeah, there's no way I can graduate in four years with those two very different um, degrees. Yeah. And I just noticed, you know, all of my scholarships was based off of science. Mm-hmm. Um and all my music stuff, I really didn't take any music class. I was just like all in the band, like every band that we had, um, concert band, marching band, pep band, yeah. jazz band. I was like involved with that. I was involved with uh, um the choirs that we had on campus. So I'm like, uh, it's not like when I put put down the music as a degree, like I'm not I'm stopping doing music. Like I'm very involved with the music program. So. I decided, like, okay, uh, well, I'll drop music. But then doing that, I would have graduated early, and I didn't want to graduate early, so I ended up picking up um, mathematics as my second major and graduating four years. And so that's all during your undergrad work? Exactly. Is that still at MIT as well, or were you going somewhere else for your undergrad? Uh, No, I went to my hometown, um, Savannah State University. Okay. And then from there you went to MIT, right? Correct. Okay. Sorry. You, I only went to Southern Illinois university. I, so I, yeah. I, you, <laughs> uh, cool. Cool. And so you're out in LA now and are you still actively um, doing or pursuing chemistry? You're te- I thought I read somewhere you're like a professor. Yeah, um, so uh, full-time, I am an electrochemist um, at a company called George Fisher Signet, and what we do is um, make devices for water quality detection. Oh, wow. Um, So the teaching um, job that you noticed, uh, I was, uh, that was like part-time. I taught a night class of organic chemistry. Okay. And obviously now with the global pandemic, that not much teaching is going on right now. Um, actually, I I got hit up like um not too long ago about teaching a virtual class. So I'm like, oh, that that is, that'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I've so, never done that before. So yeah. it, especially for like organic chemistry, I feel like that would be a little hard to do virtually. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to do like in the classroom <laughs> itself. <laughs> Um, so how, um, how do you kind of balance your music with your love of science and chemistry and your chemi- or your day job with your music? How do you kind of balance all that? Yeah, it's um, a lot of times I, I 
when that's especially when both of them are in full gear i, I don't sleep that much i sleep like two hours sometimes <laughs> um but i'm like um this is exactly what i wanted to do i'm happy i'm not complaining let's just let's get it done um um and i just tried my best to kind of prioritize things so luckily in both fields like everybody's aware of each part aspect of Kelvin. I never had anything, luckily. Um, so my job is very well, and I'm a musician. They actually come out to some of my gigs. Like, mm-hmm. some of my coworkers come out to my gigs, and they're just like, hey, if you ever, you know, need time off to do a tour or do a show, stuff like that, we're in full support. So I'm That's in right. a good situation uh, where it's, it's, it's um, easy to balance both of them. And then now with this, everything being virtual, um, my job may end up starting to be like full-time virtual. And so it's like, if I'm still doing music stuff, like I I can be anywhere still. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the one thing I'm starting to learn about my, because from my day job, I work for a TV station. I do like uh, promotions and stuff like that. Oh, nice. And they're they're starting to learn like, hey, these guys don't have to be in the building. Like they're doing amazing outside the building. We don't really need them. And it's like, I live by myself and it's lonely. Like I get like, I look every every day. They make a joke about our three p.m. like department meeting. Like, hey, let's Uh thirty minutes of our time. It's like no, unlike the rest of you guys, I live alone. (laughs) I look forward to these. oh man yeah 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 no i can understand so you know it's it's one of those things that we'll probably be in a very similar boat where we're working remotely as well and it's you know it's very interesting that that everybody like the it seems like everything's evolving so quickly during this pandemic that we're finding out really quickly like hey a lot of these jobs we can do virtually or remotely or whatever Mm mm-hmm so it's a little crazy. Um, but when there isn't a pandemic, how often do you get to go or get to get out and play tour, tour out, play out, like, or just play locally? How often do you get to get out to play? Um, well, I try to centralize it um, to as far as like back, um, back to back playing, like during the summertime when um, projects is not as intense. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not disrupting, because um, uh, at my job, I'm like the lead scientist. So I don't want to keep them, you yeah. know, on the standstill. Yeah. Um, so usually schedule-wise, that is pretty good. And like jo- throughout the year, if I have a gig, it's it's um, may- maybe like three gigs um, a month, like mm-hmm. like three three large gigs. Yeah. Um, and then I might have like small little gigs here and there. Yeah. Um, and then on Sundays, like I um I sing with um at uh Cali Worship. Um and so I do that every Sunday. So that yeah. that pretty much um it, it pretty much keeps me involved with music and keep the yeah. chops good. That's awesome. That's really awesome. And um so kind of moving or what are you are you working on any new music right now or are you writing, recording? What, where are you at kind of creatively? Um, well, we have a song um, that we have already kind of put together. I just haven't um, went to the studio yet to actually like record my vocals, mm-hmm. but we have an idea of a new song and everything. It's just uh, with the 
the studio that we go to with the <clears throat> with the pandemic is currently not open yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but once that is, like, I plan on um, like releasing um, new music in twenty twenty one. Like, I had I had a big plan of like the full EP yeah. um, being released this this pat um, this summer and. Um, and I'll go and do like a US and um, a UK tour. Oh, wow. that was, yeah, I had all that planned out for the summer of 2020. And yeah, COVID kind of messed all that up. But I'm like, okay. COVID messed up a lot of that. Like, I, I've talked, I talked to so many UK musicians that had tour, US tours planned around South by Southwest. So, like, South by Southwest was going to be their kickoff. And then they were going to tour the U.S. for the spring or even through the summer, depending on how they can make it all work for themselves. And a lot of them lost out on thousands of dollars of deposits because they just couldn't get that money back from airline tickets or whatever, you know. Wow. So it's just like, dang, that's that's crazy that, you know, Um. But one of the things that we like to do on Live and Amplified is we like to pass on information to younger musicians and try and help them kind of evolve or if they're like getting started in the business, get them off on the right foot. So um, what advice do you have for like a younger musician that's just looking to get just exploring the idea of playing music? Um, I would I would have to say don't be afraid to push boundaries um keep um keep working on the craft even though it seems like you don't have enough time even though it seems like no one is listening like all of that time you're developing developing and um when you have consistency it's just like getting a degree like it takes time so don't think that things gonna happen over overnight um continue to be um a student too music and keep pushing forward and you'll 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 see results like i waited till let me see um how old was it? Uh, that was in 2008 2018 so like literally um when i reached 30 years old that's when i seen my name out on the billboard charts and i was like wow like technically like i i wanted it in my 20s mm-hmm. but it didn't happen that way and things yeah. happen when um, it's the proper time. Yeah. And what's uh what's your experience been like going into the studio? What are some of the things you've learned? Like since you're still like really new to the whole going into the studio and recording process, like what 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 are some of the stuff you've picked up and learned since going into the starting to go into the studio? Um. Well, one thing, I, as far as my creative mind, I things are blocked for me when I'm not that comfortable. Um, and so what actually, a small thing that makes me comfortable is for me just to kick off my shoes. So like when I'm at the studio and I'm recording everything, I do not have shoes on. I never um, um, wear it now um, because I feel comfortable. I feel, I don't feel constrained. I don't know, it's mentally in my mind, like I felt a constraint by it. And then from there, um, making sure that you have a good, um, relationship with your producer is really important um and when you have the right vibe like things happen naturally um when you're pushing too hard usually you're going the wrong direction usually it it should be it should be honestly effortless that's why i've I've learned it's like if it seemed like it's too hard like 
either it's not the right time or in, um or you're just going in the wrong direction and we you need to re- revamp at least that's what uh, works for me awesome um do you use the same studio every time that you go in do you for, as far as recording do you use the same studio um i try to when it's the same project that's okay. that's why i won't have so many different you know sounds just in case gotcha so like every album or for if you're working for, towards like an album it's all all the songs are recorded in the same studio that makes sense. yes exactly um and so kind of moving forward pandemic pa- pandemic pending has become the phrase i've coined recently and people ask me where it came from but pandemic pending what's kind of the plan moving forward yeah um so right now um what i've been doing this just to keep um active on social media i've been doing these um weekly monday uh, music live yeah um and uh i recently switched it to more in the um um monday yeah. night type vibes mm-hmm. um but still every monday um i have one song that is featured and um people can jump in um, if they want to stay in there the whole hour, because the same one song is repeating over and over, they yeah. uh, by all means have have a great time. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, a lot of people uh, having that hour uh, lapses it gives people opportunity to like, oh, okay, um, this is going on, and jump in and not actually miss it. Yeah. Um, so that's what the thought process behind it. Um, and thus far, like, um, I I I have unreleased music for the music mondays to release music to um cover songs so it's it's a full spectrum i was gonna ask because the last few that i had watched uh they seem to be cover songs so i was gonna ask if it was all cover songs or if it was a mix of both yeah it's a mix and you've been doing is that something you primarily been doing just during the pandemic or have yeah. you been is the plan to kind of keep doing it after the pandemic? Are you, you enjoying it or? Um, yeah, I like, I mean, long as I keep it to one song before I was doing the whole concert. Um, oh. and that, that, that started to be a bit, a bit much. Um, yeah. and so I was like, okay, well, let me just do, I can do one song each week. Yeah. Um, and so that's what, um, I've been doing with that. And then sometimes I can adjust it to, uh, whatever is actually like going on in the world. So like one Monday music was, um, based off of, um, the black lives movement and stuff like yeah. that. So it gives me flexibility. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's really cool. Cause it's also like, if you get hit in the middle of the week to try or inspired, I sh- shouldn't say hit inspired with a new song it gives you the platform to kind of go audition it and try it out and stuff like that so that's exactly so musicians that are always doing the whether it's monday music or sunday showdown or the you know like whatever names you know there's a whole bunch of different names that musicians use yeah exactly i really love it when they do that because it's like okay this past tuesday i was inspired to write this song about my ex-girlfriend because I saw her, you know, like whatever it is and I'm going to play it for you because it's fresh in my head, you know? And so I, I really enjoy that, especially when it's like, Oh, I've never, no one's ever heard this before. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Obviously with the pandemic going on, you're, 
I shouldn't say you have a little bit more time because you've got still got a full-time job and you know all that stuff but are you doing anything to kind of experiment with your sound are you pulling from listening to new music to pull new influences are you learning to play new instruments are you doing anything to kind of really challenge yourself creatively oh that's a very good question um uh, to be all honest, uh, no, I've been more on the business end, okay. making sure when I do release this um, next project that like I, um, I find the right team members and like have all the plan like laid out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I haven't, I haven't started doing like anything. But you know what? The, like that. the business end is very important as well because like right now it's like. For us, we've been, or for Live and Amplified, we've been booming through the pandemic. Like, we, we've we grown 40, per, or no, not 40%, 30% in the four months that we've been in lockdown. Like, just because it's like, oh, well, I'm not spending $5 a day to, in gas to go to work and back. I'm not spending $5 a day on lunch or $10 a day on lunch. So that's an extra $15. And so that money I'm putting into promoting Facebook, social, you know, just whatever social media. Exactly. And then just kind of keep the content releasing. And it's been, we've been growing like gangbusters. So I'm like, whereas a lot of people are like pulling their money back and it's like, nope, we got to hold on to this. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. we're going, we're doubling down. We're going for it hard. So exactly. Exactly. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so how's uh how's uh the social media or how's the are you more active on Facebook or Instagram or wh where are you kind of seeing your most activity as far as social media goes? Social media goes it's um definitely Instagram. Um but uh during during the pandemic that's when I noticed a lot, okay, I need to keep, you know, these other pages, you know, active and alive. And so now I just started picking up uh, Facebook. Initially, I was all Facebook and like everything was great. But everybody was talking about in Instagram. I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess I got to switch over. So yeah. I, um, um, trying to bal balance social media pages, like that's a job. <laughs> yeah. And um, um, I'm slowly getting better at it. And um, now like um um mostly now what's engagement wise is definitely instagram and um facebook um but i, ha I do do um some stuff on like twitter's mm -hmm. um not as much engagement but at least i do um post there now yeah actually a lot of my automated stuff is on twitter like whenever we release a video whenever we release a podcast when you know whenever we're releasing stuff it's automated to twitter and then I'll just kind of go into like different conversations and interject. But that's just because that's a lot easier because I can do it when I'm getting up in the morning or eating breakfast or, you know, whatever. But like the balance, like you, the balance between Facebook and Instagram, it's just kind of like, oh, man. Yeah, exactly. And then now they got TikTok. Yeah. I'm like something else new. <laughs> hey, actually, what I've been doing on TikTok is really like I'll take these interviews and I like somebody says something super profound. I'll cut out the like that 60 seconds and just throw it on TikTok. And it 
depending on if the hashtags work that day or what hashtags I use, it it'll do all right. Like, I mean, it, it's getting me in there. So we'll, we'll oh, see how okay. it continues to go. Yeah, uh, have yeah. you been experimenting with TikTok at all or? No, um, uh, I just recently today, I was like, okay, um, I, I sent a message out to my team. It's like, okay, let's figure out a way to start getting uh, my music out on, on TikTok. So we're, we're in the planning stage right now. Yeah. Um, before I, huh? Isn't that like a whole sync thing? Like you can um, like license your music to be on TikTok and stuff like that? Yes, you can. I, I was trying to, I, I knew that it was, but every time I go and find a song, it's always like some weird piano cover of it. It's not like the actual song on TikTok. But, oh really? But then sometimes it's like the actual song, and it's like, all right, I, I don't know what's going on right now, so <laughs> I, I stopped trying to understand what's going on on TikTok. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're making plans of trying to get um, networked in with um, some of the influencers on TikTok and everything. So um, we'll 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 see how um, how it goes. Like this is literally day one. Um, yeah, we're hey. starting this venture. That's awesome though. Um, but first off, I want to thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Um, I, I'm going to ask you a very big question. It's probably the most important question, although you've, I already kind of have a feeling I know how you're going to answer it. Okay. <laughs> Why music? Why music? Yeah. Because without music, I'm not Kelvin. So point blank. Every time I left it out, I wasn't happy. And so, well, where can everybody kind of find your music? Where can they find you online? You know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so the one shop um, uh, place is um, my website and uh, one stop shop and goodness i don't know the phrases <laughs> anyway my website is kelvin frazier that's k-e-l-v-i-n frazier f-r-a-z-i-e-r.com um and for my instagram facebook twitter all of that has the same user has um username which is kelvin music LLC, kelvin again k-e-l-v-i-n music regular spelling l-l-c Awesome. Awesome. Uh, once again, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Really appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk to you. LA is one of those places that we don't get to visit that often just because a it's about 24 hours from central Texas and B once we finally get there, it's so expensive just to kind of get around. It's like, yes. if I, if we do go there, I'd fly and just like a hey, somebody drive me like I'll, I'll deal with that. Let you yeah. let, let the citizens of LA deal yeah. with the traffic. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. No, it takes like an hour to get anywhere. Yeah. But I'd imagine it's not that bad right now, right? No, it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, it has picked up a little bit now yeah. um, since, you know, um, people are, are tired of being in their house, but it's still not nearly as bad as it used to be. Gotcha. Awesome. All righty. Well, Thank you again so much. Really appreciate it. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys later. All right. Thank you for having me. Yep.